Hey, what is up? Welcome to Direct Support. I'm your host, Peter Shrupp. Thanks so much for being here. Um, in a much shorter episode, I got my buddy, Dave Caplow. I think that's how you say Caplow. Is that how you say your last name, Dave? I don't know. Um, here from Hate Drugs. Uh, Dave and I are, are friends from... Uh, we, we went on tour a little over a year ago together. We went out to South by Southwest and went around um, Texas and... and uh, it must have just been like California, Texas, and then we split off and did our own thing in like uh, the Rockies, Denver, and Utah and stuff, and, and they headed home, but it was one of the best experiences of my life and one of the greatest groups of people I've ever met, um, so <laughs> I guess I just got to give you a little foray into why uh, this talk is the way it is. Um, so basically, he was with his girlfriend, this is in like January of this year, January or February, he was with his girlfriend uh, in the LA area. And he's from Bakersfield, so he doesn't live here. And uh, we just happened to be texting, and he told me, he's like, I think I'm in your neighborhood. Um, and I was like, cool. So I met up with him at the Starbucks Reserve, which was my first time going to a fancy-ass Starbucks like that. And and his girlfriend was studying, and he was just, like, messing around on a little MIDI keyboard. And I was like, do you want to come over and do an episode of my podcast really quick? And they're like, we got to go to dinner. Like, we have dinner plans, but for sure. So she just, like came with us and like did her studying um using my wi-fi and then i got to borrow him for like 40 minutes so it really uh absolutely warrants uh a part two episode um a couple things to mention <laughs> we're like joking around about chris D'Elia up top obviously this was before the uh the cancellation and we had been talking about how we both listened to that podcast so yeah if you're like hey that looks a little tone deaf and unaware of, of, uh, current events and ongoings. Well, yeah. Um, you know, we didn't know yet. Nobody knew yet. Um, let's see here. This is a big episode on band dynamic stuff and write And, uh, I think writing for a song as opposed to writing for yourself. So I think there's a lot of fun stuff, you know, just to talk to somebody who like, is in a band band, not, you know, their own project. Cause we both uh, shared a lot of those same sentiments. Um, also the hate drugs have a brand new EP called Ponderosa. It's really good. You have no excuse, but to listen to it cause it's 12 minutes long and I'm putting one of the songs in this episode. So you only have like eight minutes left of music to listen to, but it's super short. Um, it's really, really cohesive. All the songs clearly come from the same place and you can hear, um, us talking about, you know, kind of the precursor of, of them writing new stuff because they kind of tapped out where the band was at with, in terms of the songs that they had been writing over the past five years. Um, and I'm also, uh, it's funny. You can hear me still learning how to be a host in this episode. Cause I'm cracked out on coffee. Cause we both went and got coffee and we're like talking on top of each other. So I apologize. Um, the only other thing that I want to let you guys know about is that my band arms akimbo has been dropping some weekly acoustic performances. Um, Cruel Lovers is out uh, as of about a week ago, and Paycheck just dropped yesterday, um, today when I record it, but yesterday for when this comes out. So check those out. Um, there will be a lot of links in the description for today's episode. You can find Hate Drugs. You can find um, their new EP. You can find Dave's solo stuff, Flower Boy. You'll be able to find the acoustic videos from my band. And um, as usual, uh, please share this episode with somebody. Um, Hate Drugs are an unbelievable band, so you'll really get a kick out of just checking out their music. And, and I miss seeing them live, but when they get to start touring again, you got to check them out. And uh, leave a five-star review on the show. Here's the Hate Drugs 
with night two in parentheses, divine providence. Enjoy. Check, check it out. Hey, hey, check it out now. Hey, this is Chris D'Elia. <laughs> this is congratulations. This is uh, the, the, the Cash App. Yeah, the Cash App. <laughs> cash App is the best way to send money. <laughs> Dude, Colin actually knows, like, he knows it pretty well. Like, like he could mouth the Cash App really? thing off the top of his, his head. His pitch, Chris D'Elia's pitch. Yeah, that's like the only podcast. And now you can invest on. money with Cash App. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. It's pretty good. Well. Hey, hey, we're rolling good. now. We're Let's going. Let's do it, dude. Hey, dude. Hi, dude. Uh, how, how are you? I'm pretty good. 
Uh, this, so I was just sitting in a Starbucks, <laughs> and uh, now I'm not in Starbucks. Yeah, it had to happen. It was it bound happened. to happen. Uh, well, we, we talked about doing okay, this. Okay, so yeah, we talked about doing this, and I just was like, why are we having a conversation about this when we wanted to do it on a mic anyway? And yeah. you're not here that much. Yeah. You're here sometimes. Well, I'm here. You're here more than you I'm used not, to be. I'm here, but, but I'm not here. You yes. know what I mean? Uh-huh. So. Yeah. You're a Baco boy. Yeah. No, but I mean, but, I, but I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here probably three, two or three weeks of the month. Two or three weekends. Two or three weekends of the, of the month. Of the but month. you're also I'm busy because you're with your lady. I'm not present. Yes, exactly. exactly. And you got stuff to so, do. I'm somewhere else. It's very nice of her to let us let me steal you. She's studying yeah. right now, which is great. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm helping her yeah. by being out of her hair. Right. Okay, what, I was, what you were saying is you're excited about what you guys have coming up next. And then I paused you because it, it needed to be here. Right? Is that yeah, where we so, were? Or where so, were we? All right, let me <laughs> rewind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you were asking me how it's going, and I was saying that that I feel like this last fall, the fall of 2019, the fall of 2019. As it, <laughs> as it collapsed. Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a big pivotal point in the band. Yeah. Hate drugs. Because it, it was our hate drugs, by the way. So yeah. I guess for background, maybe we should maybe we should just, just back just it up back all the way. It, back it, re- rewind. Let's go all the way. Uh, you and I went on tour together. We did this past year in March. That was we didn't know each other before ago. this. Yeah, and it feels like a million miles away now because both uh, both of our bands have gone through a lot of shit since then. Yeah, and but it was our first attempt at really touring more than just fucking California to to Texas. Yeah. And it wasn't our first time doing that. Yeah. But it was our first time doing that with the same people for a tour. Right. Because we had toured all the way out to the East Coast and Florida mm-hmm. and all that before, but we'd done it solo. And you then, did a DIY and then, style, right? And then met up. Yeah. And then met up with bands along the way, did a couple shows. Isn't it know? funny that that was like, that was probably like the punk model for like 30 years. And now it's just the model if you're like, don't have anybody to help you, you know? Absolutely. And yeah, I think going out on your own is, is important mm-hmm. for a band. Just to prove there's a million ways. Yeah. There's a million ways to do it now, yeah. but, but I think doing it on your own is important in learning how to respect the process because when you do it yourself, you realize what you, what is done for you when you get someone <laughs> right. to do it for you. Yeah. And I think that you can respect and honor those people a little bit more when you yeah. know what they have to do, you know? Well, and also it's just like some people aren't going to even give you that shot. So if you don't take yeah. it for yourself, you're not going to have that chance Yeah, ever. I think it shows a little bit of like you're taking stock in your own yeah. destiny. Yeah. But we all, we, so we each had kind of that mentality with our bands and also you guys were down to be silly immediately, which was like yeah. the most important thing. Cause like, yeah, dude. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but like, we're not the band that's going to show up like smoking cigarettes in the corner at all. No way. You're ne- you're never really sure of, of another band. Um, until you, until you get to be on tour with them, yeah. I think. Because, that's just kind of a trip. Yeah. Because you get to, you get to see everyone at their weakest you know, but also, and they're angry. It doesn't even matter how happy or how sad or how convincing people's music is. You just don't really know them until you spend good quality time with totally. them. And I think that whenever we go to shows, 
we have the mentality of like we're trying to make friends, yeah, not trying to like really impress anyone. Was there a moment where that happened for you guys? Because I know that we were kind of standoffish when we started, and then I think eventually we like changed our tune when we realized it was all love. Or have you guys been like that since the jump? You think? I think that we we kind of like we we usually just show our hand. Yeah, like in the very beginning. I mean, you, you totally, guys probably yeah, yeah. got that yeah, impression. You just roll like, up and you guys like we, gonna... we roll up and we pop out of the van with like you know wearing shorts as a t shirt or something yeah. like that because we're like, you know, like this is us. Yeah. This is how it's gonna be. Yeah. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, like we're gonna make you like. And you also have some of the purest people in your band. Is the other thing too. Your brother is one of the like purest hearts I've ever met in my entire Dude, life. Dude, it's really wacky how different everyone in our band is. Yeah. But yet we like. It ju- I think it just shows like the unifying nature of music. Totally, and we all come from different musical backgrounds and stuff. But like together, we're a unit. Yeah. Even though it's kind of like, it's kind of like um, one of those like oddball '90s sports films, you know, where it's like, no, really, that's the <laughs> like way that cool I running view, shit. That, yeah, that's yeah. the way that I view our band. Or like, I love that. or like even like uh, like kicking and screaming or right. something yeah, like yeah. that. It's like, like I am a part of the band, yeah. but I also am entertained mm-hmm. by our band and i feel like i'm a spectator watching this crazy you know misfit oddball group of yeah. people be a team and make it to state championships <laughs> and like you know norman kicks the winning goal yeah you know yeah. and like we all cheer yeah and like crazy. it could be any of us but it's like we're so different i don't know it's just like that's the story of hate drugs and i think that is a story that isn't too serious yeah. and I'm okay with that. No, it's great, man. You know, you guys have a good thing. And it, and the other thing too, and I think this is something we both bonded over, but like, I think our fans really enjoyed those shows because we, I, I mean, okay, I don't want to tout my own, my, my own band, but I can say this about you guys and I feel that it felt unanimous, but like, yeah, we're both better live than on the record. I Absolutely. think, you know what I mean? I totally and, and, and so I you totally guys agree. have this like cult following where people show up cause they're like, Oh, they put on an amazing show mm. and I love their show. And especially at fucking love goat in Austin on the roof that felt like it was going to cave in during your guys set, dude. People were going so crazy. Fun. It was so fun. It was dude. so fun. Was great. This is like a rooftop and we had like 400 people crammed on there and everybody was up on the bar and it was filled to the brim with other bands. And we, That's what was so and it almost about. didn't happen. Oh my god! Do you god. remember that? Yeah, you guys ran the whole show. <laughs> so, so we had we, we had, had some booking thing, issues. There were some issues, yeah. and then there were some sound ordinance issues. Yeah. and basically they said, oh my god. you can't have music outside because mm-hmm. we just got dinged for sound ordinance, and if the and cops nobody got come a permit. back, yeah, and no one got a permit for this event, the South by Southwest showcase, mm-hmm. and you know if we get dinged again, we could lose money. We'll get you know yeah. Uh, fine or something mm-hmm. $2,500 fine yeah it was super yeah. expensive and it so was... we so we were like well all the bands are here from across the country we're all here to play we're not going home and we're all crammed in an alley just a bunch of bands meeting each other yeah just so, like, so we're like you guys gonna we're do? like how about this we play it anyway yeah and if the cops show up we like because it was a free showcase we're like can everybody donate five bucks yeah. to pay the fine yeah you know it's kind of a thing so they were like, all right, we're down with that. But if we get fined, you guys pay the fine kind of a deal. Totally. And we were like, all right, well, let's do it. Ends up being that like sound guys don't show up. And it was just kind of a disaster. And Your so guys ran sound. We basically ended up doing like for, running the for technical about 30 side bands. Of, for the event. Yeah, it was crazy. You know and, what's 
Oh, dude. And do you know what's funny is out of that event, there are some relationships that like are like super that came out of it mm-hmm. that are super close. Yeah. And I think like obviously like we were on tour together, but I would say that that week of South by Southwest or whatever yeah. was like probably one of the the most unifying moments of the Same. whole tour. And yeah. then also like meeting bands like Fashion Jackson. And now we're like best buds with those dudes and we're always playing shows with them. And then like we fell in love with Harbor, who you guys had toured with before. Exactly. But we see Harbor every time we go to Ohio. Yeah. We crash with them. We had a Friendsgiving with They're them. They're amazing. Dude. They're the best. And then the three of our bands went with the top shelf people went out and did karaoke and shut yeah. that place down, yeah, dude. It was just us. That and week then, was special. And then Ryan always gets way too drunk. And <laughs> remember when he got up on the speaker when with the shirt, shirt off? off. <laughs> and he like was like gonna crap like stage dive. And there's like literally 12 people in this place and he's like about to stage dive off a 30 foot speaker system into like five dudes. Yeah, that was no good. Yeah, the, the, it was amazing. The, uh, the really bartender good. was like, yeah, he needs to wear something on his on his chest. It could be a trash can with with holes for his arms, but he needs to be wearing a fucking shirt. <laughs> it was so good. Dude. It was so good. Yeah. But dude, that was special. I mean, I think there's something fun about South by even though I get how people wear on it, but like. The fact that we basically went on tour and then took a break in the middle of a city to like just be there. Yeah. It was really yeah, special. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. And it, I mean, it helps. With, and just surround it. I mean, it was fully like a conference and a festival and just a party. Absolutely. South by Southwest is super fun. We're not going this year. Neither are we. Um, not because we don't want to, but because it's just not the best thing for us at this point yeah, you know the best use of your time it's, right now. it's totally not and yeah. and um but it's like it's it's indie band camp yeah and you get to see all your buds every yeah. year and like no mom no dad you know it's yeah. like it's jimmy neutron you know <laughs> all the parents disappear and everyone yeah. turns into vagabonds and it's that's just so like, funny i haven't yeah. i should rewatch that uh but you guys you guys are also Back to the wholesome thing. Yeah. One of the things I really liked when I met you guys, like you guys take it pretty easy on the road. Definitely. Like, mm-hmm. and, and part of that I think is because you put the music over everything yeah. and you guys just want to put on a good show. Yeah. And I think that's something that's like a really good example that a lot of people can take from you guys. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we have, always been we, we have, we're not, uh, stuffy at all, but, but we, we like to have a good time, but we, we try to set, set guidelines for ourselves to keep it pro. Yeah, you know there's no I mean? there's no point where you guys feel judgmental or anything. Not at all, dude. Yeah. I mean, in fact, like sometimes we're the biggest instigators yeah, and <laughs> and the biggest like, you know, pushers of yeah. of of other people. Yeah. You know, just going balls to the wall, yeah. but like but and we'll go balls to the wall too, but but it's like like we we have kind of some rules for when yeah. we're working, you know, because it's like, you know, we, and I think that comes with job. an aged band too. Totally. And yeah. it's like, it's like, uh, you know, no more than two drinks before we play. Good for you. And then yeah. afterwards it's like, you know, you get off work, you have yeah. some more beers, you know, exactly, but like, yeah. but we, I don't want for myself and everyone else agrees, you know, it's like, why would I want to do, do anything to make our show Suffer. less than what it could be, totally. you know? Yeah. And, and even if that means me personally, maybe having more fun or feeling, you know, a little more kooky, it's like, it's probably going to end up hurting someone else's performance. If I'm Correct. making, totally if I'm the weakest link in the chain, you know, and people are like, what are you doing? You know, like we have to be unified and stuff. So I think that's important. Do you guys beef? 
Do you guys nip? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't really beef, okay. but we do nip, and it's always like, I mean, there are brothers in the band. My yeah. brother's in the band, mm-hmm. you know, and so there's that, but I think we all treat each other like that. Yeah, like and brothers. So, yeah, so like brothers, mm-hmm. and so like, I, do you have brothers? I have a sister. You have a sister. Okay. Yeah. I would say the dynamic with, with brother, and you know that you're in a band, it's the same thing. We're siblings but, at this point. So yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You guys have about a little less than a year on us. Yeah. Being a band, but it's about the same timeline. Yeah, totally. And and Norman always says a band is the dysfunctional family that you choose. <laughs> and so I think there's a little bit in that. It's like, yeah. you know, it's almost more than family because you've made a choice yeah. to be family. Totally. Whereas like with your family, you're it's your family and yeah. you, that you don't have a choice. You just that is. Yeah. With this, it's like I've chosen to treat these people as if I had no choice, but yeah. I do. But you do, but yeah. that's how it is. Yeah, that's yeah, so, so funny. But but yeah, I mean things <laughs> things get things get brotherly, yeah, you know. Totally. And sometimes there have been moments where people um, get emotional and say things or do things that are you know maybe not in the best interest of the band. Totally, it's more a little bit more personal, but we all care about each other and about the band enough that it's never become an issue and it's not very common. It, it also it happens because you're tired and you're together totally, and, you're and you don't have doors. And you're stinky. Yes. Yeah. And you're sleeping on the same couch together. Yeah. Literally one time I walked in and all of you guys were crammed on literally one couch. And there were two people who weren't in your band that were also sleeping in that same formation. Dude. That was crazy. Welcome. Welcome to the fam, dude. Phoenix. Phoenix. That was a crazy dude. night. We proposed to somebody that night. Dude. That was that night at the lunchbox. That's box. right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time, though. We had a you fun. You know what's funny? We split up. I think... It, it was the guy's name Chance? Yeah. Yeah, so what's funny... Johnny. What's Yeah, what's funny is that our producer actually is friends with him. Really? Yeah, like actual friend. Like, they, they uh, did something at a camp together or yes. something one summer. Well, and, Chance works at a camp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his, his now wife also works there as well. It's crazy. Yeah, but we were involved Small in... Small world. Yeah. But, but, it, but what's funny is that, like, we had heard that name from our producer, yeah. like, for the past couple years. And you had like, put my it together. Like, my friend, my friend, my friend, whatever. Right. <laughs> and then we show up to a show together. It's our first show, yeah. right? Wasn't it the first show of It the was. Tour? We started in Phoenix, Yeah, it was the first show Because we were going to wrap it up in California, like, on the way back. Yeah. And you guys yeah. are helping a proposal for a dude that our <laughs> producer talked. We've never met you guys. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah, a small was, was weird. Oh, no, no. Small our first show was San Diego. We did Shake Cafe first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That was a good show. That was a good show. That was fun. Oh, man. We had a lot of fun. That was a good time. Good. But uh, yeah, it was also messy, man. That's what happens at DIY shows. I mean, they kind of fall apart. You guys went home right after San Antonio. We went around and like had to make Denver and, and Salt Lake work, dude. Yeah. It's not easy. It's hard. Nah. Yeah. Nah, but, but but it makes you appreciate the process. Yeah. Well, tell me about your guys' growth because it sounds like you guys had this big revelation recently. I don't I don't know if it's a if it's a revelation so much as like like you know when a when a place feels finally like feels like home. Yeah. Like you move into a house and you're like, I like the house. That's yeah. why I decided to move here. But, like, I need to make it home, you know? And it's, like, the band has always been, like, a place where we all feel, you know, absolutely 100% comfortable. Like, it's Mm -hmm. a family and stuff. But I feel like, well, in the fall, we celebrated our Mm five-year anniversary as a band. Did you get ice cream? No, we didn't. Um, What did we do? Did you do a celebration? I like to, I kind of always force my band to do that. 
I don't, they don't like it that much, but I just wanted to mark it in some way. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to remember what what we did. What did we do? I don't remember, dude. Well, I don't. I don't maybe I'll maybe I'll remember. Maybe I don't remember for a reason. Maybe you didn't do anything. Maybe we did though. <laughs> maybe we did. Maybe your mind's getting erased as you. No, live no, it. no. I mean, maybe we did, and that's why I don't remember. Yeah, you know what I mean. I see what you're saying, but I don't know. But who knows? <laughs> so. Anyway, um, no, but we kind of, I mean, we sell, you know, we, yeah. at a practice, we talk about stuff yeah. and we, we meet, we meet slash practice twice a week, Mondays That's, and Thursdays. By the way, astronomically high, I think for a lot of bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so Mondays and Thursdays, we usually, we meet up at around like 6.30. I love that because you're treating it like a job. Yeah. We show up at mm-hmm. 6.30, we have about an hour long meeting mm-hmm. and we discuss old business, new business. All Gavel. that stuff, yeah. Meeting is adjourned. Yeah, all that stuff. It's good you know, for you. All in favor, say aye. Whatever. So good. And then we practice for a few hours. You have an odd number usually. of people, so you can make literal votes if you yeah, need to. Yeah, exactly. Lucky. It's great, dude. It's great. We make literal votes. Oh my god. But most of the time, there's like you know deliberations, and yeah. it's usually unanimous. Yeah. You know, I don't like, I don't like it feeling unbalanced. Well, it's like always it. hard when it's like you have everybody but one person for something. Yeah. And then. And then you make a decision, but you know that somebody's not happy for it. And they might have been the most passionate about it the whole time. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that, that so always positive stuff. Yeah, so we try, we try to never get to votes. Good. Because as soon as you get to votes, then people feel slighted, I think. But I think mm-hmm. it's a good system to have in case. Yeah. But um, anyway, so we meet and then we practice. And we practice six to eight hours a week, which is great, which is so awesome. And like, anyway, so celebrating... You know, might look like. Oh, actually, no, that was for Norman's birthday. Never mind. <laughs> You're fine, dude. dude I'm I trying to fish- remember. I'm fishing I'm like, for nothing. <laughs> no, no, but but maybe we maybe we should do something. I don't know. The guys are gonna listen to this and be like, "Dude, we did something. We did stuff. Remember?" <laughs> and they'd be like, uh, "Yeah, it's right." By the time this comes out, it'll be your six year anniversary. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So I'm not gonna worry about it too yeah. much. But um, but yeah, I mean, so the fall was a big. I think a big anniversary, dude. Five yeah. years of being a Crazy. band. Like since we started this band, we've seen so many other bands come and go. We've seen trends in music change. Yeah. We've seen people die. Oof. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. You know? But um you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And it's a wild it's Mr. Toad's wild ride, dude. And so Five years was, a, I think, a chance for us to kind of like, it fi- It feels like home now. Yeah. The band feels like home. It doesn't feel like we're like decorating anymore. It feels like this is where we live now. This is what we do. And, and you like, guys did kind of pay a fun homage to putting out an EP called 2014 of old yeah, songs. Yeah, so maybe that's part of the celebration. Right. You know, and, and it really was, I mean, that's kind of how we released it as a five-year anniversary yeah. release. It's and, kind of a beautiful notion. And, yeah, and and the EP, every song on that EP is from the bat, that first batch of songs that we made together in 2014. And it's so good, dude. I love those songs. Yeah, I and I love them too. And I just felt like, well, we all felt like there were a couple songs. One song was Take a Look Around. Is that somebody's gotta take? Take a look around. Yeah, just 
that song we intentionally shelved in 2014. Mm-hmm. And we said, we don't want to put this song out until we have people to show. Because we that. believed in it. And we were like, right. this is a great song. I was curious let's, why it wasn't out, it out yet. I loved it. Let's yeah. put it out later because, so because one, we don't have an audience yeah. to give it to. Two, we don't have the means by which to record it the way that we want it to sound. Yeah. And so we were like, we'll just wait. And then you have also confidence in it because or you're showing a lot of confidence in yourselves by saying we're good enough to write other songs and this won't be the linchpin. Totally, dude. So totally. Sick. And so it's like, and I, and I think having that mentality, like I, at every step of the, of the process, I've always tried to keep the mentality of the, our best songs are ahead of us. Yeah. Our best songs are be. ahead of us, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, we're constantly like forging through, mm-hmm you know, the force of creativity to find the next best song yeah. and not to find the next song that's just as good as the last one. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in that. I, you have to be forward thinking if you want to continue doing something. Yeah. And like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Well, dude, and I just saw you guys semi-recently, Chewing Foil, and I just toured with you guys, but that was one of the best sets you guys have played. And it was like, a, a terrible, it was a silly room, you know, yeah, sound situation. And so it was like, that's reassuring in itself that you guys are progressing, you know? And I think that, you know, and I, and I don't always feel this way that our last set was our best set. You know, that's the way it should be because yeah, you're, you know, you should be progressing. Sometimes things happen, sound stuff, you know, people stuff, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But, um, I would say confidently that our last set was the best set we've ever played. What was the last place you guys played? It was at the Glass House. Oh, nice. And that was that uh, with like Grins and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, it was the Grins Golden Hour Festival. And it was amazing, awesome. dude. It was like a basically packed out Glass House. Yeah. And we were playing. And we've been doing this. We've been, we've been writing. So this is part of going back to the transformation. The yeah. Kind of like... revelation revolution of the band is Uh like we made it to five years let's let's redefine who and what we are you know and and just make a bunch of new music because here's the thing is that when we started the band the first two years of the band we wrote the last five years music basically like we we just wrote a lot yeah and then and you had a lot to get through yeah and we had a lot of like material that we decided we wanted to do the, these songs go to this album, these mm-hmm. songs go to this album, these songs are floating, mm-hmm. who knows? And then along the way, three songs will pop up, that's Beach Weekend. We yeah. do that, and it's like, we still have this whole batch of music, Good for but you. this is a priority. Boom, yeah. work on that, put Love it that. out. Ended up working out really well for us yeah. at the time. Like We weren't even connected with that whole like surf rock Group. thing that was going on. Yeah. And we just happened to like, I guess, have our ear to the pulse of art at the time, unknowingly put it out and then get like lumped in with all these surf rock bands, which is great because we had that element. We weren't trying to be that. We just, that just is what came out. Isn't it funny how quickly those trends happen? You know what I mean? Because it was like what that was, you know, eventually was like bedroom pop was like the next wave of stuff. You know what I mean? And And we're still kind of in that. Yeah. I don't know what's next though. Well, that's one thing. That's a compliment I have to you as a writer, but you... Your voice shifts a lot, like in my opinion. I don't know. Like, do you feel like you have? I know a lot of writers who like who like shit like do, and I do this, but like, 
sit in the same habits a lot. Sure. And like and like you know go back to like the sim- similar melodies and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, and like yeah. keep slipping yeah. back into like. Yeah. Similar habits, but I feel like you your stuff is pretty different from like at least from single to single or like songs yeah. that I focus on. Yeah. Is that like a priority for you? Is yeah. that just a luck? Yeah, no, I think I think my mentality towards writing is like what does the song want? Mm-hmm. Not what do I want. Nice. And so like when I'm writing like a melody or like a chord progression uh-huh. or a, or a guitar line or whatever it is, it's like it's like what is the song what does the song want me to do Yeah. versus like, how do I transform this song to, to be, um, to be what I want. Right. Or to be a hate drug song. To be a hate drug song or whatever, because what is a hate drug song? Right. And so, I mean, a hate drug song is a song that has generally speaking, guitar, drums, bass, vocals, harmonies, maybe, maybe some keys. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and that's a hate drug song. Yeah. There's so many things you could do with that. Yeah. So why would you limit yourself? You know what I mean? So, so like, let's do whatever we can with that. Yeah. And eventually... To me, a hate drug song is any song created by the five of you. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, exactly. that's what defines and, 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 and by, you know, bass, drums, I mean, John, Right, by Adrian, your, your equipment. Norman, <laughs> Josiah, yeah. myself. It's, yeah. it's a collection of minds, Yeah, you know, creating something together. And... You know, it, but it has morphed. It started as just me. Yeah. And then I asked my brother if he would like add some stuff to what I was working yeah. on. And then that ended up becoming like turning into a band slowly. Um, well, pretty fairly quickly, actually, right. it turned okay. into a band. Um, but, but hate drugs is whatever we want it to be. Yeah. But it's also whatever it wants to be. Because a lot of times it's like, I want to be kind of a yes man creatively and not like limit it too much. But at the same time, like I also want to, I I want to surprise our audience, but I don't want to abandon them. I don't want to abandon them or surprise them with something that like, they don't want, they don't want, well, not that they don't want, I I get what you're getting at. I kind of want to, here's the thing. It's like, I want to ease our audience into whatever we're doing. Okay. If it's really different, yeah. I want to take them in that direction, um, in a way that's like pleasing, and not <laughs> in a way that they feel like we're just like yanking their chain. Yeah, you know. Well, we we I had that conversation with the Vista Kicks one time about like how do you craft an opening set? You know what I mean? You have like so much time to yeah. basically give yeah, yeah. them uh, hits and new stuff and challenge them a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so anyway, going back to it, yeah. basically... I feel like I want so much for, more time. Dude, I feel like I we're know, getting nervous too, on time. Me too, We'll have to do a part two. Yeah, we're, we will. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, to get kind of back to it, I, I just think, you know, it, we hit this point where it's like five-year, you know, what are we, what are we, who are we, what yeah. do we do? And it's like, we just keep doing what we've been doing, Yeah. but we push ourselves to continue doing it and keep doing it in a way that is that keeps us surprised, you know, and, and I think... Um, the way that we do that is by, you know, at, tw- at the, here's the biggest pivotal moment in the hate drugs okay. career. When we released 2014, we had released every song 
that we had written up until that point. No way. And that's the first time since the band started that we could have said that. Right. So that was... Like, it's rare in a band's career of five years to have first still happening at five years. Yeah. And so at five years, we said, we are at a completely blank slate. Oh, my God. No manager. Yeah. No booking agent. No written music. Yeah. No plan for the next oh year. Like, a com- like, literally, we started the band over. Yeah. At the fall, at the but end of twenty, at you have the an end audience. of twenty nineteen, but we have an audience, yeah. so it's like you have a hate drugs family. So that's hate, the only yeah, difference, exactly. So so now mm-hmm. we're a brand new band, yeah. with the same members, yeah. with people ready to hear whatever we do, and the sky's the limit. Oh my god, what, you a, know? Be- what a beautiful outlook! Do you know how many people don't have what you guys have when they think about that and they go, "What the fuck are we gonna do?" Like for you to look at that and go, it's we, a gift, we got top, dude. Yes, man. Like, and that's the way I see it. It's like, it's like we have been given the opportunity to basically start over. Yeah. With five years of experience, mm-hmm. five years of connections. Yeah. Five years of building a family, in a in a place that feels like home. Amazing. So it's like here we are. Yeah. And we've already written. 12 songs Perfect. in the last couple months. I love it. And we're and we've started recording them Sweet. and we have been last week we started a new strategy of recording that we've never done before and it's a song a week. Amazing. Is it working? S- it, well, the first one is done. Okay. And Sweet. we started last Monday. We'll see how it goes. All right. So we'll see if we can keep up with that pace, but yeah, I dude. It. I mean, the sky's the limit. We have a bunch of music. It's the most excited that we've all unanimously been excited. The most excited we've ever been about music. Yeah. That we're creating unanimously. Like a lot of times there's like, you know, I'll be like, I'm so stoked on this song. Yeah. And like two of the dudes are like, this is awesome. And two of the other dudes are like, this is kind of cool. That's you know? the worst. It's so hard. Or there's someone who's like, I'm not really sure about this one. This is like, everyone is like, dude. I'm stoked to hear this track. I cannot wait to get to practice yeah. because I can't get this song out of my head and yeah. I need to play it. Oh my so. god! All right, wait, let me hit you with a speed round. Yeah, for have sure. Have you play a track and then you can get out of here? Okay. and then we'll do a part two because yeah. I'm not yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. no, dude. You. We should. We should. I'll, I'll keep coming back. Yeah, dude. let's go. Part five. Part <laughs> yeah, six. Exactly. Whatever. Um. Okay. Little thing. You're a beefy boy. You're a strong man and a musician, mm. and that's a rarity. I Did was you, an athlete. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. What were you doing? I was a water swimmer. polo. Swimming. Yeah. I had a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That feels right. Yeah. Did you just keep up with it? I swam through two years of college. Nice. Okay. And I still surf. This is it's just funny, man. Like so many, I'm realizing now because I'm trying to, but like so many musicians just let that shit go because they're like, whatever, I'm an artist or whatever, you know. But mm-hmm. it's just it's. I go through I go through like humps yeah. of like. Because I'm also really, really busy because yeah. I have two jobs outside of the band outside stuff. The band, yeah. um, but, you know, I go through seasons of like really like getting back to it and then letting it go and getting back to it. And I never let it go too far. Yeah. But it's kind of nice to have a comeback. It's motivating. And I it's kind of hard. Yeah, it probably is. And it's also hard. I mean, you're going to go on the road sometimes and you just won't be able to take care of yourself. You know? Totally. totally. Uh, how do you decide what's a Flower Boy track and what's a Hate Drugs track? Dude, that's... Yeah, it... Is that a bigger conversation for another no, time? No, no, not at all, not at all. Usually, usually a Flower Boy track is something that is completely 100% me. Okay. Um, just like tooling around at home mm-hmm. and I make something. And then a Hate Drugs track is something that is bigger than me. Yeah. And my like, just like personal creativity. Um, but there have been a few tracks that I've 
just made, I mean, especially in the beginning, I was the primary writer and wrote almost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the band grew and as everyone's skills grew and stuff, it's like, you know, Adrian's a better drummer than I am a fake drummer. Right. And I'm, he's going to come up with more creative totally. drumming stuff than I would. You got to respect John that too. and John starting out play, first buying a bass to, to try out for hate drugs is a way better bass player now than he was when we started. So I don't write his bass lines. Anymore. And by the way, what a rhythm section you guys have. The fact Dude. that they're so in sync and so creative, like yeah. they're amazing. Their team they're amazing. work is but Unreal. it speaks to their friendship, which yeah. came before their musicianship, yeah. you know, together. Did John want to join because Adrian was in the band? Is that what happened? Well, Adrian just kind of brought John along. I love it. Yeah. And was like, I know a bass player, John by a bass kind of a thing. Dude, That's it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I mean, that the Flower Boy thing is like me when I have spare time yeah. being creative on my own. Hate drugs is the priority, Great. and it's like that is gonna be my eighty percent, and Flower mm-hmm. Boy is gonna be my twenty percent, ten percent, whatever's left over. Yeah, can go over there, but hate drugs is my priority, and so awesome. that's kind of how it is. It's like, like Flower Boy is the scraps. Yeah, for but, sure. But they're cool scraps sometimes. Yeah, so. that's all that matters, right? I, I have one to show you. Before, Please, I don't. I, I have we're it. done. Yeah. All right. So. Well, uh, I love you, dude. This I is awesome. Too, Let's do yes. this again, Absolutely. and then. Uh, I'll have you play a track really quick, and then we'll listen to that. Sick, sick. All right. Here's Dave from Hate Drugs performing the song Hello. I thought I heard you call When you yelled down the hall Hey there It echoes in my head I would have turned around But I was so
smile back at you And this is how the whole thing started It started, yeah there it was friends uh i am here guaranteeing you that there will be a part two to this episode it was not long enough at all and uh, i just can't wait to hang out with my buddy when i can again um don't forget to check out their ep ponderosa don't forget to leave a five-star review send this uh, episode to your friends send the show to your friends um check out our acoustic performances uh by arms akimbo we got two up right now for cruel lovers and paycheck and i will see you next tuesday unfortunately that's how that sentence just went down uh love you Appreciate it. Bye.